gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show, a podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. May the force be with you, Jen. Oh, may the force be with you, Dave. <laughs> hey, guys, it's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Podcast. My name is Dave, Ooh. and this is Jen. We're, of course, uh, part of a Pawn Star Traveling Concierge. I work there. Jen owns there, and uh, yeah, it's all kinds of good fun. <laughs> and this is the 94th episode of the Main Street Electrical Podcast. I can't even is keep this? up. It's wow. somewhere in the 90s. I don't, know. I don't even know. It's just, it all runs together of how, to, how great of a time I have talking to you about Disney, Jen. That's all I, I got to say. I so. mean, I can't think of anything better. Right? Top of the show, we always ask, how did you do Disney this week? I'm going to guess yours has something to do with a, a galactic spaceship voyage cruise thing. How'd you do this week, Jen? Yeah, I Disney this week by going on the Galactic Star Cruiser to nice. Galaxy Far, Far Away. Nice. So that was that was fun. We'll talk now, about that maybe. No. Yeah, well definitely that's that's the episode today. We're gonna talk about the Star Cruiser. We'll have a little bit of news coming up, just some kind of fun topics, but then we'll get into the Star Cruiser. Jen will give her her spoiler free review. And let me just say at the top of the episode, we're gonna do spoiler free at the very end of the episode. After Katrina sings uh, sings us off and says, hey, here's all the th- great things you can find, where you can find us, at the end of the episode, we're going to come back and do a two or three minutes of spoilers. Jen will kind of give some reveals, kind of like, hey, you know, if you want to know and, you know, whatever, here's what's happening, here's what you'll see, including some special characters and things like that. So we'll get to that later on. Mm-hmm. You will have plenty of notice. So if you were spoiled, it is all on you, folks. We can only do so much for right. you. It's all on you. But also, <laughs> you went to the Flower and Garden Festival, Correct. I did, yeah. Flower and Garden now, opened. Let's just ask you, how was that? I mean, uh, what was? Give me some highlights, real quick. How was that? Uh, the Flower and Garden Festival. Well, Flower and Garden is always one of my favorites. I just think it's so it's beautiful. One of your four favorite festivals at Epcot, I'm assuming. It's one of my four favorites. No, yes. but this is like my top favorite. Um, I love it. Also, like maybe tied with Festival of the Arts because I love that one. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, they're all great. They really, they really are. <laughs> they're really all good. But no, I mean, everything was just absolutely beautiful. Um, the, of course, the food booths. I had my violet lemonade. So that was delicious. And I, it's a new merch and a lot of merch. Yes. I saw like a pictures, lot of pictures, merch, like pictures. more than yeah. years past. Right. I felt like I was like, oh, okay. They're really leaning really into Orange stuff. Bird, which is, which is cool. Um, yeah. So, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here. Maybe I'm missing, maybe I forgot about years past, but it's kind of the Orange Bird, kind of the Flower and Garden Festival. I know Spike the Bee, but do you think Spike yes. and maybe Orange Bird are kind of the two, like, festival those are definitely those are definitely the festival leads so orange bird has been resurging and i feel like last year was a lot Mm -hmm. and then even more so this year Mm -hmm. they're really leaning into it because people are loving him and i feel like so spike the bee as far as i know was just literally created for the festival right (laughs) um which makes sense like a bee flower to flower you know the whole pollen thing um, they had quite a bit of spike merchandise, which I feel like in the past I haven't seen. So I mm-hmm. think they're trying to like maybe get some traction um, with spike as well. But I mean, right. Orange Bird definitely making a big representation as well. So I wonder how many people out there, especially the young folk uh, like yourself, Jen, how many mm-hmm. people out there would know that Orange Bird is not 
like it's not a new character. Like it's been around quite a while, and now it's resurging. Versus people going, "Oh, I love the new Orange Bird." I, yeah, you would think the the teens, the younger people in their twenties, they probably haven't seen Orange Bird until very. They probably recently. yeah. Yeah, so That's I'm just wondering true. how many people think it's it's a new character, and it's really not. Spike the Bee is. It mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of, in a way, kind of like Duffy. And I know Duffy is big in Japan, but I feel like yes, kind of this character from out of nowhere, and all of a sudden, here it is. There's Spike mm-hmm. the Bee. I like Spike the Bee. Can't stand Duffy. Yeah. Hate Duffy. I'm so annoyed by Duffy. Spike <sighs> the Bee is cool, though. I like Spike the Bee. I, I, I do. Well, Spike um, the Bee's pretty innocuous. He just yes. kind of yep. shows up. Um, I, I see Olaf kind of as best for the holidays uh, character. That's kind of yes. the main character. There's Figment mm-hmm. being food and wine. Figment uh, is food. No, 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 not... Or is, no, is Figment, uh, Figment festival, is no, the festival, festival of the festival arts. Festival of the arts. Yeah. What about food and wine? What is our? Do you remember who our so, main character is on that one? Or do we have one? Red, Remy, Remy, Remy. Right. Yeah. 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 So that's our, I, I was like, like what? there's got to be one. Yeah, yeah, Remy. That I'm like, makes I know sense, there right? is one, but why am I not like? And in my head, I'm like, okay, it's the scavenger hunt. Who do we hunt for during right. food and wine <laughs> festival? Right. Oh, that's right. It's right. It's it's right. <laughs> it is Remy. Uh, I did this week by setting up our sunshine flyer. Uh, I did this oh, this morning. Nice. I'm so excited. Now it's now there was a, and I don't, we actually should do an episode on 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 MCO and transfers and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of information out there. People don't know about this stuff. They're like, right now that Magical Express is gone, they're just standing there at the airport going, "What do we do? I don't know where to go. I got my suitcases <gasps> in my hand. What do I do?" Um, right. So we should probably talk about that more in depth later. But uh, so Sunshine Flyers is kind of the new kid on the block. Yes. And they've got mm-hmm. the buses that look like trains. They look like they're yes. designed with trains on the side. My kid loves trains, so I know we're excited about this. Uh, uh, of course, the downside is they're a brand new company. They're still getting the kinks worked out. Um, mm-hmm. I had a client that messaged me yesterday, and he got the Sunshine Flyer. They said they had no problems. They loved the bus. Good. Everything was fantastic. They loved it. I've heard other times that the Sunshine Flyers, maybe they're late in the pickups. I, I don't know the scenario, but maybe late in the pickup here and there or whatever. But you know what? Mirrors is having some of that, too, because of the surge of business. So I would tell you out there, yeah. if you're going to do that, you know, just pack your patience. If you don't want to splurge for a private transfer, like mm-hmm. an SUV or a sedan or a van, which Disney now offers for a charge, um, if you don't want to splurge <laughs> for that, you know, just just pack your patience. And, you know, if yeah. you're flying in at 1130 at night, you may expect to have to take a little longer than you normally would have with the Magical Express. If you're flying in at, you know, 2 in the afternoon. Maybe you might be 30 minutes longer than you thought. Just pack your patience with that and plan a little extra time with that if you can. Um, so, yeah, but the process for Sunshine Flyers is very easy. Go to the go to the website. It's a very easy mm-hmm. setup. It's not doesn't cost much money. I think it was like 18 bucks a person for one way. We're just doing one way because we're getting a car on the way back, renting a car on the way back. Um, so, yeah, process is easy, but it's another step of like my vacation's in three weeks. I got a vacation coming in three weeks. We'll be here for eight Yay! days. I'm so excited. Port Orleans, Riverside. We've been trying for Saratoga Springs, and we just can't quite make it happen because uh, everything's booked up. Everything's solid. It's crazy right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, busy, it is. But we're real excited. So uh, that leads us into uh, kind of our first little news story as we talk about a little bit of news. It's all the news that's fit to print with David Ola and Jen Novotny. Yeah! News! So this story here is uh, basically at a Q&A session held with Morgan Stanley's 2022 Technology, Media, and Telecom Conference. Uh, D- Disney Chief Financial Officer Christine McCarthy answered some important questions, and there's two that we'll talk about. And the first question was, have the parks returned to full capacity? 
She has said now that Disney has no intention of increasing capacity of Walt Disney World back to the pre-pandemic levels because Disney's trying to manage things differently with the help of the park reservation system. Um, okay, so park reservation system, for those of you who don't know, it's basically, and I have clients who still ask me this mm-hmm. because they're like, we have a ticket. What do you mean we have to sign up for a park? You do. You have yeah. to. Whether you get a ticket for next week, you know, and some parks are still open, or Thanksgiving, yep. go online and say, you know what, I've got a five-day ticket. On Monday, we're going to go to Magic Kingdom. On Tuesday, we're going to go to Epcot. On Wednesday, we're going to go back mm-hmm. to Magic Kingdom. Thursday, a day off. Right? You know, you have to, to tell Disney when you're going. Because if you show up at the right. parks with your ticket and no park reservation, they're not going to let you in. Now, right. you might get lucky and you might be like, okay, there's still availability. I'm at Epcot. There's still availability. I'm going to go on my app real quick set up. Okay, now I have reservations. I can go on in. If you're somewhere like Hollywood Studios, which tends to fill up the fastest, or Magic Kingdom, Ooh. which is the most popular, you can't get, you can't get in. And there is no, like... But I bought a ticket. You're right. But you had to tell Disney when you were coming and where you were going. So that's yeah. that's the big thing. So apparently, according to Disney, according to the Disney executives, they're not returning to pre-pandemic levels. So because they're busy. They're so busy right now. I mean, they so really busy. are. I was just there in like for early March, which mm-hmm. I know that it's getting close to spring break. Right. I was like, we're like height of spring break levels already. And right. it was, yeah. I mean, granted, it was a weekend. But right. still, it's it's weird now because I feel like we have to search. We have to start shifting our terminology because right now we were like our parks back at full capacity. Well, they're not. They're seventy percent, eighty percent of full capacity. They got to be at least 75 percent. But we're thinking about full capacity of what it was two years ago, what it was pre-pandemic, which right was mm-hmm. right at two years ago, by the way. Um, so now. I feel like when you see a park that's full, when you go online to do your park press reservations, if you were, let's just say, Jen, you were like, we're going to go tomorrow. Brady and I are going to fly up for lunch and go to Epcot, <laughs> whatever. And Magic Kingdom is full. Well, guess what? Magic Kingdom has reached capacity. It's current capacity. It's reached. Mm-hmm. So when people are asking me now, are they back at capacity? I'm just telling them, yeah, they're hitting full capacity right now. For whatever capacity yeah. is for them, they're hitting full capacity. Um, and honestly, it's just, I think... Without digging too much in it, I think Disney is struggling a little bit to mitigate the crowds. I think Genie Plus, they intended on Genie Plus to being a really big help. I don't think it's been as big of a boom. No, as they I don't think it's it helped be. as much as they thought. Because rides are selling out so fast. Plus, and mm-hmm. we've spoken before, there's glitches, and the glitches are happening. And I think, I do think that without the glitches, it might be a little better for people, but yeah. the glitches are happening. So, I mean, your thoughts on capacity? I mean, just in busy, bu- busyness. I mean, like I said, it's busy because like there's not been a time that I've been over the past two to three trips Mm -hmm. that have where I've said to myself, oh, wow, this feels like the off season. Like that, like everything has felt like nor quote normal crowds. Right. You know, so I do think in a way that keeping that capacity capped is good because I have been pre-pandemic mm-hmm. um like i was there fourth of july shoulder to shoulder like you know that gauntlet between um i call it the gauntlet between small world and haunted mansion yeah and haunted, yes like that i'm talking see if people you couldn't move and when i say you couldn't move mm-hmm. you you were not getting through and people were like standing there and eventually i mean because we know every single way to get everywhere right. in the park brady and i were like and piecing out and going a different way i mean after about 10 minutes i i just i held up my phone and took a took a shot it was right. nuts so i think not going back to those crowd levels is good for everybody right. yeah, <laughs> it's just I, a I better experience for everybody but i do think like don't go saying like oh well this is usually not as busy it's going to be busy folks when you go like just right. Period. End of story. It might not be where 
you know, the whole park is sold out mm -hmm. or not available for other guests, but go expecting crowds. If, if you try to expect those or those glorious days, okay, they weren't glorious except for the crowds, like the <laughs> opening week. So June, July of 2020, when I walked in for the first time and I'm like, wait, mm -hmm. are there people here? Right. I've got the Magic Kingdom to myself. And other than wearing a mask, it was like the best thing ever. <laughs> That's, that, that's gone. Yeah, that's, that's gone. That's gone likely forever. That's gone. Um, you, I, you missed that. <laughs> can you can you imagine, and for those who haven't been in a while, um, there used to be that little spot you're talking about, that gauntlet. There were, The restrooms weren't there. And right. it was like half as big of a space. Half as big of a half And they had stroller room. parking. And they had stroller parking. Can you imagine trying to do that gauntlet when there was only half the space there? When like the walk around ah. through the restrooms weren't there, the, the wider space. Oh, my God. Were, that would be nuts. But I have done the gauntlet then. Yeah, it's it's yeah, just, it's, it's, just it's, it's like, it's, oh my gosh. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it is it's completely ridiculous. And in so, fact, I, I, uh, yeah. I think I sent you guys a chat that day, like, hang on, we're going through the gauntlet. <laughs> I saw that on, uh, on Marco Polo. That's just, that's crazy. Marco so, uh, speaking of, um, speaking of, uh, Christy McCarthy, uh, she also talked about, uh, meet and greets and she has said that meet yes. and greets will return. Now she didn't say when. She didn't say they were right. coming back, but she said that they're coming back soon. Now, uh, we're seeing this over in Disneyland Paris. Now, mm -hmm. they're getting some stuff. Like, I've seen the pictures of the kids hugging Pooh and hugging the other characters and stuff. And, of course, yeah. we're just like, we want to hug Mickey. I will be so creepy with Rapunzel when I see her. I'll be like, hug! I mean, just, I'm so excited. Not even to be creepy, but more of like, I can't wait to hug you. Oh, my God. Or Mickey or anybody. I just can't wait to put my arms around a big character that's not real. Um, no, they are real. Rory, they're real. I promise. I mean, like, I just can't wait to hug those characters. <laughs> Because the, the the distance has been there for so long, and it's like I just want that interaction. I want that closeness, and even mm -hmm. if it's not hug, even if I want to be able to shake hands with Mickey or Olaf or whatever, just to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so she has said they're returning soon, and this leads us into something else we were talking about in the pre-show yeah. as we were kind of building up to this. Apparently, and I've seen this in two different spots now. I just found another article. Cinderella's royal table has their favorite princesses off to the side where you don't like hmm. traditionally before pre-pandemic before pandemic i guess that is pre-pandemic yeah that is go pre in and you sit at the <laughs> table and you're paying 70 bucks for your meal which the breakfast there was always great the dinner was just okay um you're eating yeah. your eggs and your waffles and whatever and of course here comes mulan to your table and it's like take pictures and yay and, oh here comes snow white and maybe she might be pretty maybe she not might not be but here comes Belle, and here comes mary poppins <laughs> who's always pretty mary poppins is never under mary poppins is always gorgeous every time i see her she's not a princess she's but just she shows up she's practically perfect in every way is what right? she is she really is she's great but then of course the pandemic happened and all that was taken away and now cinderella would just come out and wave to the crowd hey guys how you doing what's up what's up hey you blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. take pictures from afar apparently they have a side room now where you meet some of the princesses going mm. in there. and those princesses are kind of it's like the princess fairytale hall where they're set back behind yeah. the velvet rope and so there's a distance from where they're standing to where you're standing but it's more personal. You can interact nice. with them. You can take some pictures. Hold, you know, your family. Hold the baby up there at the mm -hmm. rope and get the, get the get the princess behind you. So I think they're they're gearing up for this. I think they're gearing up for 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 uh, for dining. And I think, and this is just me saying it. Do not take this as mm -hmm. it's going to happen. I think the dining plans can't be too far behind when that happens because I feel like once characters meet and greets are back, they're going to put the characters back. And like Kate May will get their characters back. Crystal Palace will get their mm -hmm. characters back. Restaurants will be kind of at full capacity. As we talked about before, how the tables, I think, will come closer together. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like dining plan can't be far behind. Now, what that means is the characters have to be there first. So it may be September before they come back and the dining plan may be next year. I don't know. But um, I'm just throwing it out there. I know Jen is saying for sure the dining plan is coming back like in October. You know, I can't what? confirm that. But, you know. <laughs> 
That's what I heard. I mean, I, I could be wrong. But <laughs> I, I love how you just make things up. Well, you know, it happens a lot. <laughs> so something else that I think is kind of fun, and I'm going to say the word free, which you don't hear at Disney a lot, which is awesome. Guests visiting Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival this year can take part in an activity, a brand new activity called the Garden Graze. Guests can mm. take part in this challenge. They can pick up a special passport. They get stamped five times around World Showcase. And they get a free completer treat at the Pineapple Promenade Booth, a pineapple lime swirl Dole Whip. And it comes up oh, with that a souvenir, sounds good. souvenir cup you can take home. This, I think now they're doing this at each festival where they have like a, some sort of scavenger hunt or something with a food. Yeah. Cookie stroll is what a we do. A food scavenger in, in hunt. Food scavenger hunt. We yeah. went to several kiosks and the cookies were only like two fifty each. And I imagine these treats would be two, three, two, three, four bucks or whatever. And you have each one all the way around World Showcase. You get a stamp on it. You show your stamp at the Pineapple Promenade and they'll give you your treat. This past time was a, I'm going to hold it up here. It's got some pins in it. Hold it up. A, what is it? It's a, you can't even see here. Ah, it's a cookie stroll cup. I cannot cup see that at all. Here. Oh yeah, the cookie stroll. Cookie stroll cup, and it had like a, it had like uh, um, uh, peppermint mint ice cream, a uh, Sunday swirl in it or whatever, um, and you got a free cookie to go with it. So yeah, they had that at the uh, at the, the the festival of the holidays. And so I'm guessing every festival will have something like this, including the Garden Grace, which is kind of exciting. And so now we're going in a couple of weeks, and I'm going to be totally digging out on the uh, the Garden Grace. And I'm <laughs> I would gonna, too. I want to know how that Dole Whip is. That sounds so good. I'm going to want to spend like four days at Epcot. I'm like, we're, we always end up finding our way back to Epcot somehow. And I feel like we just need to go back to Epcot and just stay there the whole time. I, kid, I know you want to ride Slinky Dog Dash. We'll get there. But right now we're going to go on the, 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 the but like right now we're going to Epcot. Sorry. Sorry. This is for mommy and daddy. The Grays. <laughs> we do everything uh, for you. This is mommy and daddy. <laughs> exactly. Over at, uh, uh, that's right. Mommy and daddy want to have some fun too. Let's go get a Dole Whip. Uh, so. <laughs> Over at Magic Kingdom, the just real quick, the enchantment hours are changing. Of course, it's the fireworks show at night. Uh, right now, at 9 p.m. Um, at every night. Right. No, I'm sorry. It's at 8 p.m. every night. Changing to 9 p.m. on the 13th of March will be changing to 9.20 every night on May the 16th. And people ask me all the time, when is enchantment? What time is the fireworks? Well, now you know. Mm-hmm. 8 p.m. until the 13th. And then until May 16th, it's 9 o'clock. Then it's 9.20 at night through the summer. Probably might, be, might even be later. Well, which makes sense, summer. though, because as it gets lighter and lighter, exactly. as it yep. stays lighter yep. and later. So I would guess by June, it'll be like to... 10 o'clock or something. I don't know. No, and... normally, because park the park doesn't typically close in the summer till like 10. Right. And then, right. Yeah. And finally, today is March 9th when we're recording this. The Festival of Fantasy Parade returns today. The Fire Breathing Yay! Dragon returns. Maleficent returns. The Stumping Dragon. Oh my gosh, I love dragon. the dragon. It's exciting. Uh, I get to see it. I know you missed it, but I get to see it. So I'm really excited. Although you guys will fly down probably mid-April. It'll be like, eh, what are you doing tomorrow? Let's go to Disney World. Okay. You know, and use your points for <laughs> Copper Creek, three, you know, three room suite, whatever, whatever. So, because that's just what Jen does. And it's Okay. <laughs> Yep, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So, I'm just, I'm going to fight it. <laughs> also, what Jen does is fly beyond the stars. That's right, to a galaxy yes, far, far away. Boarding the Hyperion, boarding the no, sorry, the Hyperion, the Halcyon. I keep saying Hyperion. Halcyon, yeah, Halcyon. Halcyon. <laughs> I mean, Hyperion, Hyperion Studio. That is a, have is a, a studio and a book division of Disney. In a book division. It was also yes. the name of a street or a wharf in California back in the twenty. Whatever. Yes. Um, anyway, the Halcyon, which as the our Halcyon. friend Kyla, Kyla, Kyla has reminded me, it's H A C H A L C Y O N. I spelled yes. it differently. She was like, "Get it right," and yelled at me for that because she does that. <laughs> 
Okay, so uh, so yeah, let's talk a little bit about Star Cruiser, Jen. Yeah, you guys went last week. Now you were kind of the kind of one of the first wave of people to come in. There were the people yes. that went for free, the influencers that were invited by Disney. Not us, unfortunately. Right. We'll get there. Hey, Josh. <laughs> no, I paid Zach, full price, so Guardians, my review you can take to the Guard- bank. Marcy, Guardians, we need to go because we need to be able to review it on the show. Um, but yes, you guys, <laughs> you guys paid for this, and so we're gonna kind of give an honest review here. I say we, meaning Jen. I'm going to ask lots of questions. We're going to give an honest review here. She's going to tell us, overall, I yep. know that you had a great time. Um, you can let us know. There's some you know, some things that maybe Disney should improve on here and there, some things to expect when you go. And at the end of the whole thing, we'll talk about whether it's worth it or not. Now, spoilers. We're going to keep this review spoiler-free. There are some surprises, yep. some hidden things in this particular adventure mm-hmm. that you just want to see. You want to find out for yourself, and you can go digging through blogs and stuff, and I'm sure find all this right. information out. But from our show, we want to keep it secret. We want to keep it spoiler-free yes. until the end of the show. We're going to wrap the show up. Katrina will come on. She'll do her little thing. Uh, Dave and Jen, here's where we can find them. We love Katrina. And at the end of it, we're going to come back and do a little spoilerific uh, part of the show, maybe two or three minutes yes. of just some surprises, some things to expect, some fun things to expect. So Absolutely. let's kick it off, Jen. Of course, let's talk about the arrival. Now, you actually booked this ahead of time, like way back when, whenever they first opened it up to booking. Yes. Um, you know, your price was your price was somewhere between five and six overall, correct for the two of mm-hmm. you? Okay, it so was, it was fifty two hundred. I mean, it's not like a secret. Yeah. It was so it was fifty two hundred. What category room did you have? I mean, I know there's like four or five. So, categories. so now I booked. It was okay. So first club thirty three could book, and then right. it was annual pass and DVC. Mm-hmm. So I called and I booked, which I you know I'm both, but I right. did not want to use my points, so I used my annual pass, and I used that availability to get us a reservation at that mm-hmm. point the only thing i could get because i wanted to go on an early sailing right so the only thing available was a standard cabin um i had thought about getting a suite but i was like okay no that's fine so got a standard cabin which um i don't know how you want me to start but that is when i booked and i can okay. tell you all about the cabins okay. and all yeah, that's that fine we'll get to the cabins we, go. I, I, we talked about the booking we remember your booking yeah. um i want to kind of lead off to with with the arrival um, okay. Like yeah. how it looked. I've heard some. I've heard some great things. That the very entrance is great, but once you get into the yes. entrance to the building itself, it's kind of like, oh, expect a little bit more. Um, uh, various things, or whatever. Okay. The crowds. Kind of talk. Walk us through the arrival, the parking, yep. all of that. Got you. So um, we we did drive. We rented mm-hmm. a car, and we drove. It is valet parking only there. I will now say. You flew to Orlando and then drove from there. We correct? flew to okay, Orlando. Okay, you didn't drive correct. from the Amish yeah. country. Got it. It's a lot. No, we did not. No, 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 no. We flew into Orlando. We rented a car. Uh, we stayed over just at the airport that night, and then we rented a car the next morning. So here's the thing: for the arrival for the Star Cruiser, you can begin arriving at 11 a.m., mm-hmm. but you cannot get in until 1 p.m. The okay. earliest they are letting right. you in is 1 p.m. If you arrive at 11, they'll park your car for you. No problem. They'll hold your bags. They are going to get put you on a bus, and they are going to take you to Disney Springs. Okay. Little excursion. You right. can go chill out at Disney Springs, mm-hmm. whatever. But you are not getting on the Star Cruiser <laughs> before <laughs> 1 p.m. Knowing this, we just timed our arrival. So we arrived around 12:45. We were waiting in a line. Um, mm-hmm. There's a security gate as usual. Uh, pull up. Of course, there are. We'll call them like valets, basically. They're folks with the Chandra Star Line. That is, of course, the name. That's who operates the Galactic Star Cruiser. I'm wearing the shirt right now. Right. Chandra Star Line. Chandra Star Line. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They're helping you. They're getting the bags, just like you would if you're pulling up to a Walt Disney World Resort Hotel. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, right. they're going to help you with those things. Um, asking about, okay, making sure you have your reservation, et cetera, et cetera. At that point, there was a line. This reminded me. I mean, I know why they're calling this a cruise. 
it is just like a cruise terminal. And I've done cruising before. Mm-hmm. So where people are lined up to get in, to get their documents scanned, like on a, on a cruise ship, that's what you do. You walk through, you're, you're waiting in a line. The terminal is like, eh, like the terminal's fine. Right. You know, it might be a beautiful terminal. It might have some lovely elements, but it's a cruise terminal. Right. You're waiting to get on the ship. You're not expected for the, to like, stay in the lobby wow longer than you have to. You're ready to go through. Correct. You're, you're right. there for a very specific purpose. And then you're going to the ship itself. Okay. That's not the feature piece. So, but when we pulled up, it was beautiful. Um, the outside facade was really nice. You know, some nice landscaping. It was interesting. There was a mixture of people being in character and people in just street clothes. We came in street clothes. I'd kind of done my makeup to some degree, but we were just wearing like jeans and t-shirts, the very basics. But you did see some people full out in costumes. I'm talking like- I saw some like, pictures. Yeah, I saw some Ahsoka, yeah. which, was, which is pretty awesome. Yes. So, yeah. There were a couple of Ahsoka. There were some people, um, I mean, I'm just all the different characters. Yep. We, we had, I mean, all the different species. I'm not going to expect you to remember also. a lot of the species and characters. I, you're not and I'm the not going to remember all of so. No, I mean, I'm, I'm good with some of them, but I, right. I, I can't like, even you tell you Did you see any Twi'leks? Did you see any Ugnaughts? Oh, no, I did see Twi'leks. Oh, you know what? I know what Twi'leks. Oh, no, I did see Twi'leks. Got it. Very cool. Yeah, for sure there were those. But um, so the, I will say when we pulled up, we got, you know, we were directed into the line and we were handed a bag with our name on it. And mm-hmm. inside the bag were our data pads. Now, data pads, it's a cell phone. Specialer iPhone. iPhones, yes. But it's special. Space and yep. space phones, right. <laughs> and the only thing installed is the Play Disney app which of course is where you can utilize the data pad that you can use in Galaxy's Edge. You can use, mm-hmm. you know, for all over right, the park, course, really. Um, and with like all of the instructions for setup, but because it is the adventure really utilizes that data pad and it keeps you from getting distracted if you're not on your real phone. Right. So I was, it was nice though, that they were handing out those devices to everybody pre-programmed, like the cameras, you couldn't use the cameras, you couldn't use anything else on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like while you're in line, we just kind of got ours set up, ready to go. They're in otter boxes and they give you the chargers to make sure that you can keep them charged up while right. you are right. in Fuel rods or just regular chargers? Um, no, like the plug into the wall. Okay, okay, okay. So now we always have fuel rods and did backup batteries. Did you have to sign and... something for that, or did you just assume like they just assume like here's the thing, don't break it, don't nope. ruin it. Here whatever. you go. Yep. Okay. It's, yeah, they just gave it to you. And you're like, okay. I, I mean, the protocols obviously are you return on it. If somebody decided to keep that or walk away with it or whatever. I'm oh, sure I'm sure they get charged. Yeah. Because, I mean, you you do have to check them back, check them right. back out. Right. Like they right. hand them to you. And on I'm sure arrival, they will shut them off if you like. Like within, if you drive five miles. Well, they away, have no cellular. They have no cellular service. I mean, it could only be used on Wi-Fi anyway. Right. So. It was very limited what you could do with them, which I'm sure, which obviously was by design. So then you're right. You walk into the terminal and it is just gray stone walls. And as well as, of course, bag check. Guess what? You have bag check on a cruise ship too. <laughs> but you okay. do have to go okay. through security, walk through. And then it, so it got backed up a little bit. Um, we probably waited in the hall for a solid 20 minutes. Uh, and we figured out why though, because there is a safety briefing up at the front with the screen. Okay. So there's a little safety briefing to kind of tell you about what you're going to experience. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but they would do it in small groups. So you just had to wait. And of course, we were there right at the yeah. beginning where it was already backed up. Right. I mean, have we, had we arrived later, <laughs> we wouldn't have waited that long, but right. we're excited. What are you going to do? At that point, you get on a transport. This transport, you are, you board and you can see the windows high up and you can mm-hmm. see the treetops can see the Florida weather. Of course. Of and course. then suddenly you blast off into hyperspace and 
you see, you feel the transport moving, and then the doors open, and you are on the Star Cruiser. You're on is the Halcyon. Is it an effect You're similar there. to? I say effect. Is it a real thing similar to the Space Two Twenty elevator or? Like what you kind of the, the sensation you feel when you're in Rise of the Resistance when you're aboard the transport going. So that through. honestly, I don't know that the transport actually really moved all that much. That okay. particular one, right? It, there are some that use those effects, okay? okay? But it, this particular one, okay, I don't think. Um, it's just the, it's the function to get Got to it. one side to the other. Yeah, okay. So I could be wrong. Okay. And so you you enter and you are in the atrium. The mm -hmm. atrium is the sixth floor of the Star Cruiser. And you are in there and I walked out. I was like, what? <laughs> and you see the bridge off to your right. left, which is where the captain pilots from, of course. Mm -hmm. And you've got these cool technological features, a gift shop. Right. Because cruise lines always have gift shops where you can purchase shirts with the Starline. You can purchase jewelry. <laughs> like you have on now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I mean, if you're on YouTube, you can see some of it. Mm -hmm. We may have done a lot of shopping. Of course you maybe. did. Yep. But you can only get it there. You can only get this stuff if you're on the Star Cruiser. I, I still contend, so. and this is not me being negative, but I still contend <laughs> some of the stuff you saw only there, you're going to see it like Keystone Clothiers in, in Hollywood, like in June. They're going to look at a section of stuff. Possibly, but I don't think like something, I don't no, think well, they're going to the branded What you got on now, maybe not, but like some, yeah. maybe some small merchandise, some toys or whatever maybe. you're going to be able to see. Maybe elsewhere. some mugs or something. That's just but... what Disney does. It's like Toy Story Land. You can yeah. only get this Toy Story Land three months later. Oh, look, there's the buzz it's exclusive to Toy Story Land in front of the park now. For I mean, just, I see it. Yeah. Thanks, so, Yeah. But anyway, um, so you walk in and you are met by a cast member, you know, mm -hmm. who is a representative of the Starline. Right. They are telling you all about what to expect. They're making, they're, they're showing you if you need data pad training, you can meet with us here. If you need to know where the sh things on the ship are, you can go meet with us here. Mm -hmm. Here's a map. They're pointing out the different things to you. He escorted us to our room, which of course was ready because that's how they plan it. And that's, right. that's what happens on cruise ships too. Right. By the time they allow you on the ship, you can go to your stateroom. Now, here's what's interesting. You get on the elevator, and of course, there are stairs as well. Right. We went down to our room. So interesting. Now, everyone's okay. like, oh, so, so Brady's like, so that means this is all underground. Interesting. Okay. So, but when you think about it, it doesn't matter. There's no windows. In You're right. in space. You're in space. So, let's talk about the room, right? Because they, so the rooms, okay, also cool. You have um, data bands as well. Sorry, M bands. They're called mm -hmm. M bands. They're special Galactic Star Cruiser yes. M bands. Of course. You, of course, you use it to tap the door open, and then the door like it slides open, and you see this stateroom. I was impressed with how large it was. It looked pretty big, actually. Considering, you know, like mm -hmm. it was just a standard cabin, so I was right. expecting it to be small. No, it's not like it was ginormous. Right. But it they utilized the space so well it was like a vanity mirror and like a very well lit off to mm -hmm. the one side off to the left um was the was the bathroom area which had the toilet separated from the shower which is right. always a good thing <laughs> um <laughs> with a nice amount of space interesting note they had like a little toiletry kit with makeup remover wipes which that makes, makes so sense, much actually. sense yes because people are heavy makeup you don't get those at a hotel yeah. Yeah, that makes total but sense. But if you are doing heavy makeup for, right. uh, if you're Face becoming paint, a Twilight makeup, for things the like day. That. Yeah, that <laughs> makes total That's That's really kind of, that's kind of fun. That's a, that is a magical touch that yeah. I don't think you get in most places. That's really cool. I was shocked. I, I was shocked. Because I was like, oh, 
wait a minute, there's already makeup wipes here and like special face cleanser. So mm -hmm. I'm like, this is okay. They, they really thought ahead because right. people were going to be wearing makeup. Right. So then you walk in, um, it is a queen size bed, so it's not a king size bed. Um, and then there were two bunk beds mm -hmm. against the wall. It looked like the window they into outer space. So small in pictures, but I saw the pictures where you and you're a good five, eight, Yep. Very comfortably laying out on that bed. Comfortably like, like stretching Very out. comfortably stretching out. So they, they're actually yeah. like really big beds. I didn't realize they were that big. They're well, adult size beds. Yeah, that's they really cool. Like, that's very Like four cool. adults could yeah. easily have slept in that room. Yeah. No big deal. I would totally get a bunk. This looks, this looks fun. <laughs> so. They were, well, so we took naps in the- right. Are they are they twin <laughs> like size or are they queen size in that bunk? They look like they'd be twin. No, it, or full, it's, a, it's a twin size. Okay. But it must be an extra long because yeah. it's, you know, Still. obviously I could stretch out. And right. they had these little, right. I called it a sleep pod. It was like a sleeping bag. And it's so such good use of space too. Uh, the space too, which it's is fantastic. Really great. Yeah. It was a great use of the space. And then they had um, underneath the quote window, mm -hmm. you could pull out a table from the wall and there were two little stools you could pull out that also had storage. Okay. There was also storage under the bed. Nice. And then right in front of you was another screen, like your quote TV, which um, will operate as a TV. Why are you operating as a TV? You're on the Star <laughs> Cruiser. Like, I'm just yeah. saying, but why are you operating what's as a TV? What's happening on Earth? Click, click. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care what's happening on Earth right now. I'm in the Star right. Cruiser. Um, but it like said like, welcome Novotny family. Mm -hmm. And then you have a little portal off to the side where you can communicate with one of the robots from the ship. Now I'm not going to give spoiler alerts on that, yet. but they pointed yep. out as soon yep. as you walk in, like, and if you if you if you have a flashing orange light, you have a message, basically. Okay. And so you can. That's a little bit of interaction that you can do, and that's fun. So, yeah, we got unpacked, got ourselves in character, mm -hmm. and then we went out to explore the ship. Did you give yourself and character names, or were you just like? Jen and Brady. No, I mean. we were just Jen and Brady. We were just Jen and Brady, but we were just, you know, we were kind of themed. Um, and we just started walking around, seeing what there was to see, checking out the gift shop, of course, of course. getting our bearings. Um, we did go to eat immediately, which mm -hmm. uh, the dining room is on, was on deck four, which is where we were staying, okay. which was nice. And the dining room is the dining room for everything. So it's a buffet breakfast, a buffet lunch, and then a um, sit down dinner it transitions okay so the food was all space themed and it was really really interesting i know you saw some of the photos mm -hmm. we posted some photos um if you go to my story you'll see a ton of food photos uh the whole way like the whole way through actually i need to pin that story come to think of it i'll do that i will okay. do that after this episode yes you will <laughs> so by the time you guys hear it it'll be pinned but yeah Right. There was a, there's like a little tray that had little sections and each of the, the food items, it would fit right into the tray. So they were mm -hmm. like rectangular right. things. It would fit in so that you could carry them over. And of course you could have somebody to serve you uh, your beverages. Mm -hmm. They did have blue milk there on demand. You just go up and that's your blue awesome. Milk. I would have so or your green milk. milk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like green milk. Was it so any different milk, than though. what you get in the parks in, in, in Galaxy's Edge? You mean or... the blue milk? Yeah, the blue milk. I know, it like, not the Oga's the frozen. is slightly different than, than the kiosk outside. So. It was the Oga's version, not the okay, kiosk version. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Good yeah. Deal. It was because it wasn't the frosty frozen kind. Right. Okay. Yeah. But it's in, just everything had a Star Wars type name. Mm -hmm. So if you were having beef, you were not. You were having Bantha. Yes. Like, so Bantha you have filet. seared mm -hmm. Bantha. Yep. You're not having chicken, you're having tip yip. Mm -hmm. So it's it was right. just interesting. And the food was surprisingly 
Good. And what's funny is before I walked on, I saw an article and I don't even remember which publication put it out. And they were like, you know, something about the food being looking great, but not being that tasty. Mm -hmm. So I kind of had this in my head, like, well, maybe it's, you know, I'll just, I, I won't go with high expectations. Yeah. But then it was great. So right. <laughs> I was like, are you just trying to get headlines? <laughs> like, I'm just asking, cause this is good, mm -hmm. you know, for that. So, um, walking around the ship, you start to see characters and but you're not quite sure yet what's happening but right. you eventually you know you have different times where everybody is to gather together in the atrium and that's where your data pad comes into handy it gives you the daily schedule mm -hmm. it has things highlighted in orange you want to be at those things because that is going to further the storyline okay you are actually taking part in the story you get to decide how you take part in the story brady and i both took part in the story in slightly different ways Okay. We followed a similar track, but we could have done completely divergent tracks and had totally different things. And I'm talking, you could be supporting the First Order. You could be supporting the Resistance. Now you how, might be somebody how who do you decide, goes to the highest bidder. How do you make that distinction? Like, do they give you an assignment? You pick, if you do this, then that means your First Order. If you do that, that means your Resistance. Or how did that come about in terms of which, which way you're leaning? So on your data path, there is a spot for conversations. So have okay. you ever played in the line of Millennium Falcon? Have you ever done the... Um... I have not. I know what you're talking okay. about, but I have not. Okay. okay. So if you've done that, it's similar to there where like Hondo will come up and, and have a thing like, well, I need you to do this. And right, you like right, right. press your answer that you give, you're given like four answers and you choose whichever one to answer. Okay. Based on how you answer and interact with those characters on the data pad, will determine which path you end up being on. Okay. So, you know, it, it, it's pretty obvious. Like, if you pick this one, you know you're aligning with the with the right. rebellion. If you pick this one, you're aligning with the First Order. But then they do usually give you a couple of other options, which could leave you open either way. Right. So early on at 4 o'clock, you have your muster drill. That is mandatory, just mm -hmm. like it would be on a cruise ship. It is mandatory. You are assigned into four stations, um, Auric, Besh, Kresh, and I don't remember the one that starts with a D, but I remember I was Besh, so okay. I remember Besh. And see the cruise director up there. You're, you, you meet a droid, SK. You meet the captain, uh, Captain Keegan. You meet... Um, just, you know, a, a couple of other, you know, you meet a ship's mechanic and a few other things. And then you see them walking around, interacting with you in the atrium. Fantastic. It was maskless. Like everyone, like you're literally just interacting with these characters. Right. Okay. Um, they sort okay. of preface the whole event. Some things transpire and you find out that the, you know, it, this is the 275th anniversary of, um, you know, of, of the ship and of the star line. And so you're mm -hmm. going to be going out and this is a big celebration some unexpected the, the, things the, end up happening which anniversary is that i'm sorry uh 275th yes okay all right hold on yes, to that number because i have some nerddom coming up for you after uh oh yes okay so that's, that's an important figure so yeah yeah um you are you know they're like here was our original star compass and here mm -hmm. is you know going through all of this um the first order becomes involved Right. And then you're like, okay, but we're all going to enjoy this cruise together. Okay, that's fine. And, you know, they're, the First Order is accusing everybody of having resistance on the ship. Blah, <laughs> of course. Blah, blah. Of course. Whatever. Let's go to dinner. Okay, but there is um, 
there are two seatings for dinner. So just depending, you might be on the early seating. I was on the later seating. Mm -hmm. And so you might be going during the, uh, during the first seating, you might have something else to do. So one of the things you get to do is bridge training. That means you get to go learn how to drive the ship at nice. the four different stations of the ship. So during first dining, Brady and I got to go have our 20 minute bridge training with uh, a group of our of people. Okay. And then throughout the time, if you're not doing anything else, if you're not interacting on your data pad or doing a mission that's part of that, it's cool because you can walk up to the atrium and get snacks. Uh, and also interact with some of the characters. So you might run into the captain. You might run into some of the other characters you meet along the way. It was really exciting for me because Gaia was there. I got to meet with her a little bit. And Gaia is an intergalactic superstar. And she so graciously uh, gives a concert on the first night. I think I've seen the pictures of her. Like Yes. Yes. She is. I Okay. This is like legit. You know I'm a musician, right? Well, of course. You know yep, I'm picky. Yep. yep. Okay, she was legitimately wonderful. She's, she was really good on um, all original music and just really well done um, during dinner. So you're eating dinner, watching the concert. Right. And then you would see Gaia and her accompanists out in the, you know, on the atrium, they'd interact mm -hmm. with you and you could get autographs with Gaia, uh, things like now, that. Take, so. <clears throat> just to step out of the magic just for a second, just so the yes. audience knows, these are not just, I mean, they're cast members, but these are equity actors. Like they have audition, they are performing, and these are actors yes. performing. This isn't just, yes. okay, well, I'm at Space Mountain, but I'm due to be at Halcyon tomorrow. I mean, it's no, it's actually uh -uh. like, this is this no. is an acting troupe they have put in place to do these things. So it's when an, you have somebody yeah. who can sing, this is not just a cast member who can sing. This is somebody that's been contracted and hired yes. for this purpose to sing this great mm -hmm. song. To sing, so, yeah, exactly. Back in the magic, Gaia was awesome. Yes, so Gaia was <laughs> awesome. Um, as was, and they were good with the food allergies. Brady, mm -hmm. of course, has some allergies. So um, the servers would come up to you, and you don't have assigned seats at dinner time. They right. just escort you in and you know put you in a seat. So the servers, you know, they would check your names and be like, okay, oh, I see there's an allergy. You know, who has the allergy? Because they wanted to make sure that you are obviously safe and, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. taken care of. So, but yeah, everything was really great in the dining room. The first night was uh, a bit of, let me see, there were like dumplings or spiral dumplings. And it's a sample of everything. So you don't order from the menu. They are bringing you a little bit of everything. So let's call it family style, mm -hmm. like you would experience maybe at right. like Garden Grill or Liberty Tree. Right, right. You're getting a little bit of everything. And it was fantastic. And I will just say during dinner, you always still want to pay attention because there are things that happen okay. that further the storyline. Now you can take as much part in the storyline as you want, right? but it's more interesting if you take part in the storyline. So if you're paying that much, at least be a little part of a little bit of part of the story. Try to be part of the storyline. Try to be part of the story yeah. if you can. You don't have to run all night doing all sorts. Of, I mean, no. you can just dip your toe in the water. Be a part of the story if you can. So exactly. I mean, but it's your money. You can just go to observe. But it's your fine. money. That's exactly. Right. Did you have the blue this, shrimp? The I blue did. Shrimp Absolutely. That was the second night. Okay. Second. The second okay. Night. We'll get there. Gotcha. Yeah. That was. Okay. The, we'll get there. So the first night, like I said, was was more, and we had we did have seared bamba the first mm -hmm. night uh, as, <laughs> as well as some sweet and sour tip yip. I don't remember what it was a sampler of desserts as well. It was very, very good. And and co the coffee was really good mm -hmm. also. Space I just coffee. Kind of that yep. out. That's that space coffee is important. Um after hours and we had the late seating, you can stay out the atrium and there is a, a little lounge, it's called the sublight lounge. That is where you can learn um 
it's the Bach. Okay. The, the game, the card game. Yep. you know, that you, that cards and dice game. Yeah, mm -hmm. card and dice game. Um, you can learn Sabak. There is a Sabak table in the center. They have Sabak all around the lounge and they do give lessons on how to play. They, in fact, they do a Sabak tournament the second day on the Star Cruiser, if you would choose to I take think advantage. That's, that's how, one. I think that's how Han won the Millennium Falcon won from Lando the Millennium Falcon. Uh, in the Solo a Star in Wars story so, yes. I believe that's, yeah, I believe playing Sabak. Yeah. So I think no, you're right. Yeah. So that's where Sabak is. And I isn't that where uh, Han always accuse, accuses Chewie of of um cheating at Sabak, doesn't he? Maybe. I know they I know he's the chess game with the, the with the, the characters and stuff. I know that that's one game that they they play a lot. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Maybe. About <laughs> the cheating. So Yeah. But regardless, there yep. is a Sabak table. They, you know, it's it, it's it's just really neat. It's themed beautifully in there. Mm -hmm. So, and you can go in there and you can get all sort of, you can get, you know, mocktails, cocktails, whatever in there and little, and like eats. So you, you're late at night, you're, it's like midnight, you're, you know, snack, you want a snack? They have these like, um, what do they call them? I mean, it's potato chips, right. <laughs> but they're not called potato <laughs> chips. It's like, you know, they call them space tuber, chips. tuber chips or, you know, space tater chips. Like so. <laughs> um, and they have a lot of, um, just of like really yummy food there as well. So that was day one you go to sleep and you don't worry you can um shut the curtains mm -hmm. on your uh, the virtual curtains yeah what are you seeing <laughs> on the outside window? because you know space can be bright at night right what are you seeing at the window just you see what it whenever occasionally you jump to hyperspace and you mm -hmm. see when that happens you see meteors you might see star fields you might you see, see like galaxies passing by, by anything, little or... satellites okay i f i really wish See anything? See what go by? I was gonna say, do you see spaceships go by or anything like that? I didn't really see like spaceships. I would see like little satellites and other things go by out the window, but I not like pull out spaceships. They and Space Two Twenty had coordinated where you could see like an X Seven from Mission yes. Space going through, or maybe like on the awesome. house down, maybe as it's lifting off, you see the the Space Two Twenty restaurant right there yeah. uh, to your right as you're going. I, I I feel like I wish there was some symmetry. That would be those, fun connecting the worlds. That would be great. Although I mean, to be fair, like we were out running around a lot, so That's maybe true. That's at some true. point it does show that. That's I mean, true. I just Next time, just it. go and stay in the room so. the entire time. That's what you need to do. Just stay in the room the whole time. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> um, so the day two, we grab breakfast, and uh, the exciting part about day two is you get to have an excursion to Batu, nice. and of mm -hmm. course the Black Spire outpost. Um, you know, not what most Star Wars folks are used to. Batu, you know, apparently the the right. Star Cruiser folks, you know, because this is an outer planet, really. Uh -huh. So they have a climate simulator to get you used to the warmth. Of course. Of, uh, <laughs> of that Of too. the Florida planet, yes. And then, of the Florida planet, yes. Um, this was interesting. So you have to get on a transport mm -hmm. to get there. Right. That you are escorted, you are given a pin, mm -hmm. and that pin designates that you are a passenger of the cruise line. And what you are escorted to your transport, they close the doors. You see absolutely nothing other than the inside of the transport. Right. Um, okay, let's take away the magic. It's a Disney bus. Um, <laughs> I only know because I know what a Disney bus feels right. like. Right. Um, what I know, never, never, no <laughs> clue what the outside of that bus looks like. Mm -hmm. All I know is the inside of the transport was magical and you're just 
sitting there. Well, I've seen pictures. It's, it's very like a big, short ride. Like a big truck or some like transport truck of some sort. I mean, obviously it has to be safe and everything, but yeah. you know, but right. It basically, it comes off as a bus, which is cool. So it's just it looks like it's just a plain white transport with seats and everything, and that's lights. I have no idea what the outside looks like. But I mean, like no on the inside, inside just, it is completely themed. It that looks is like awesome. you are in a transport. I love like, that. It is not even white on the inside. It's like the like grays uh-huh. and spacey. That is great. Yeah. I love and it. And then they open the doors and you are back into something that looks like the terminal that you entered into mm-hmm. to get into the Star Cruiser. But instead it takes you out into Batu. Do you know where I call it the back of Batu, right. uh, where they have the where the first order comes out a lot and the stormtroopers yep. stand? Yep. It's like right across from the blue milk stand. Mm-hmm. Right opposite of that is where you come out. Okay. And they have a little concierge in there to take care of anything you might need. Mm-hmm. If there's an issue with your attraction passes or if there's an issue with anything, or if you do something like build lightsabers, which Brady and I built lightsabers, they will get those back to your room for you. Okay. You don't have to walk around with them and they have water throughout the day so that you don't have to purchase water because it's included with the star cruiser and you can just go in there and rest you know, take a load off, but you have to have a pin Mm -hmm. to access it, of course. So from there you come out. Um, I will say that it ties into the storyline for you to access rise of the resistance okay, or to access, um, millennium Falcon. Okay. Cast members will interact differently depending on whether or not you are wearing a pin because they see the pin. Um, we got to pilot the millennium Falcon, which was of course fun. We, fun. We did pretty well. We did pretty well getting our uh, coaxium. (laughs) (laughs) We we only had some minor damages. It's fine. It's fine. Um, Yeah. And then we had uh, various uh, missions going around Batu. Now, let's be real. You could have left and gone Mm -hmm. and rode Slinky Dog or do something else. But you have to be back on board the ship by 4 p.m. Right. You could have Uh, left the park, right? You could have just hopped on a bus or or gone to to Epcot if you really wanted to, correct? I mean, I suppose you. I mean, no, 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 no. Or, or you no, don't have admission. You wouldn't have admission. Right. The, oh, you, that's right. You'd have it. You're right. You you're only right. have admission yeah. to Hollywood Studios. Yeah. So no. Okay. Have, <laughs> so no, you have a, this is not a park hopper pass. This is just. This is not a, a park hopper pass. That makes nope. Sense. You were okay. just in Hollywood Studios. Okay. So, and we just stayed in Batu. You also do get food. So, mm-hmm. um, because you can't mobile order with a credit, but they, so they had like a special place and they know that you have like limited time. Right. So we right. ate at Docking Base 7 because we had okay. never eaten there. Although we could have eaten at Ronto Roasters as well. Now, as far so as that lightsaber, was a nice way. Lightsaber and Ogas go, you guys didn't have to call ahead in 60 days to get reservations like everybody else does, but you did have to make your reservation. Like you had a reservation, you just had to set the time up, correct? Yes. And, and you do that through the Star Cruiser because okay. they will make sure that it fits into your schedule gotcha. with and everything you still have else. You have to pay for the Saber and pay for Ogas. Oh, yeah. That's gotcha. not included. Yeah. But you're That's not, not given the hassle of like, okay, I have to get online six days ahead of time at 5 a.m. Try to get right. my oh, it sold out. Like you're guaranteed a spot if you want it. Mm-hmm. You just have to call the yes. Star Cruiser and say, hey, we want to go to Oga's at 2. Let's do lightsabers at 245. I mean, that's – or if it's – Yeah, event. but I don't – like I didn't even specify that. Oh, I was they just, just like, give you okay, what, okay. When, when can we get Got it. lightsabers? Okay. That makes sense. Okay, well, how about a 1045? Okay, that's fine. Perfect. And then they okay. schedule your transport to make sure you're there in time. Okay. Perfect. To do everything. And then we had our lightsaber training at 3.30. So we had to make sure that we took a transport back Mm -hmm. to be ready for our lightsaber training. Are the transports running like every 20, 30 minutes? Like if it's the middle of the day and you're like, you know, yeah, they were pretty, okay. They were pretty continuous. Yeah. If you wanted to go, like if you wanted to go back and come back in, you could. But I think most people just would, they stayed for the day when they were done. They, right. Okay. 
you know, they went back. And so that's when like, we, t- we went back in time to take a nap, mm-hmm. um, kind of freshen up and then go to our lightsaber training. Okay. So, which is really cool. I'm sure it is. It looks cool. It looks very cool. <laughs> training so. sabers, like you uh-huh. have all this stuff. And they do such a good job. The Shashas do the Sashas do such a great job of um of interacting with everybody. Your your picture with a lightsaber is super cool. And I'm like, why is Jen Thank not making you. this her per- profile picture? I mean, like that picture is just really, oh, yeah, really sure. cool. You look great, the outfit <laughs> looks great, the lightsaber looks great. Like a whole picture, the whole mystique of that picture looks yeah. fantastic. And I'm like, I want to make that my profile picture, except that's a little <laughs> creepy. It just looks that cool. I'm like, it needs to be I mean, it's it's just cool. I love yeah. I love that picture. We we loved and I had never done the lightsaber building, so I'm like, okay, this is an excuse to do it. And it was great. So mine is the right. peace and justice lightsaber, mm-hmm. of course, purple, because right. why not? Right. Brady built a blue lightsaber, the protection and defense lightsaber. Mm-hmm. So now shout out to our friends. I am geek. And of course, uh, our yes. good friend, Ryan, he makes uh, the, the, the lightsabers. You get a Kyber crystal that goes in there. Yes. Depending, mm-hmm. depending on what you do kind of leads the theme of your lightsaber. He makes those and they fit a perfect yes. lightsabers. They're all sorts of different things. He's done Marvel. He's done princesses. He's done whatever. And he makes those Kyber crystals and we'll put something in the show notes. I'll write that down that you can yeah, click a, link, we should. a link for him to go to his page to do that. Because if you want to present that crystals, for something different, you could bring your own and say, "I'm building a lightsaber. Here's my kyber crystal." And so, definitely want to shout out to Ryan because he does such a great yeah. job with that. And then I've you seen, could interchange yeah. them. So, like, mine's purple right yeah. now, but I could get a different one. Like, I, could... I he when last time I met him, actually, when I met him for the first time in real life, he showed up to this conference we were at with a little little cylinder, and it looked like Star Wars. It went <laughs> opened up, and there's like oh! kyber crystals in there, and I'm like, "This is so nerdy. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen." And just it was, so, <laughs> and then he puts them back in there. <laughs> It's, it was great. It was really, really cool. So anyway, shout out no, to Ryan, like, and we'll put a link on there. So, And it, it was great because, like, I am a little nerdy, and I'm fine with it. Like, But I got to nerd out the whole time, and everybody is in character, David. Yes. Everybody is in character. I love it. Like, everybody is just furthering it, and nobody cares that everybody is like, yeah, I'm a nerd. I don't care. Like, yeah. all of you are. Well, for the cost of this, nerds. though, well, for the cost of this, though, like, why would you go, like, let's just say you got dragged to Disney World with your family to really want to come, and you're right. there, you're Port Orleans, Riverside, right. you paid all the money, you're in the parks, you're like, oh my gosh, it's so hot. Why do I have to be here? Well, I right. get, I, I don't like it, but I get mm-hmm. it. You're, whatever. Right. You paid good money for a very hard reservation to get. Yes. Why would you get there and complain about the expense or whatever? Why would you right. not get there and just enjoy it? Otherwise, don't go. Otherwise, go then stay in Port Orleans right. or you know, whatever, All-Star or whatever. Because this is one of those those tight experiences that's yeah. very hard to get, very hard to reserve, mm-hmm. paying a lot of money for. So I would imagine everybody there wants to be there. And if you yeah, want to be everybody there, you're wants be to be into there. it, which is exactly. really cool. I love that. Uh, I, yeah. I love it. How much did Brady get into this? Like, Was he like you? You guys both kind of nerding out a little bit here and there? or Yeah, so Brady is... He likes Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he grew up. I mean, he grew up watching the movies, so he was excited for it. Um, Brady got got into it as much. Like, he's not going to dress quite as much as right. me, but right, he right. did. He had his themed outfit. Yeah, he, I said the outfit. he absolutely one hundred percent took part in everything. He loved it. He was in it to win it. Mm-hmm. He interacted with the characters. Um, he loved the face to face interactions mm-hmm. more so than the data pad interactions because that's just how, like, that's just how he is. Right. right. But. Um, which he still did the data pad interactions. But the, the cool thing is there, there are things as you get into your path that become more and more specific okay. to, to drive along the storyline. And it's going to be different. And I, it's funny, we stumbled into some other people's paths at some point <laughs> just because we were doing something else. And it's like, wait, what's this? 
oh wait, I don't think we're supposed to be here. Oh, well, let's watch anyway. Um, <laughs> but it was, but it was really neat. Um, he, I will say this, uh, he says he will do it again. Okay. So that, well, that of course, leads to yeah. Is it worth it? That's what, and I, I honestly not going, I have an answer ready for that, but mm-hmm. I want to hear your answer. You're the one that wrote the check for $5,200 for two nights yeah. for a Star for Wars experience. Nights. Is it worth it from yes. your perspective? From my perspective. And this is, again, I'm not being paid to say this. Mm-hmm. I, and we don't want people to spend money and have an experience that they're not going to like. Right. Right. If you have the expendable income to do so, and if you have a desire and you like Star Wars, 100 and honestly even if you're just a casual fan of star wars you don't even have to be a geek okay (laughs) you can be like i liked the movies Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) you know now if you're like someone who oh i hate star wars i think that's terrible this Um, is not for you you. like okay this is not for you but why would you go that's the case (laughs) right literally like why would you even try to do that um it was absolutely worth the money so here's and here's how the breakdown is and brady and i talked about this and i think he maybe said this in a chat with some of you guys too if you just look at the food experiences alone, okay, you're at multi-course meals. Right. So right. both both days, multi-course meals per person for something like that, I would I would say we'd be at a minimum of 150 to 200 dollars a person okay. to do those sort of meals just wherever. If you're going to Pittsburgh or you're going to, you know, well, maybe not Pittsburgh, but right, right, right. <laughs> you right, know, right, like right. yeah. Again, multi-course meals with like filet, mignon. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's not cheap. Um, And then the second day, we actually bantha filet. Let's yes, yes, exactly. Um, The (laughs) the second night was even more courses, including blue shrimp. Mm -hmm. Okay, where the presentation, everything was absolutely on point. Plus all of the extras going around the constant snacks over the sublight lounge, being able to get food Mm -hmm. whenever. Um, The only thing not included, really is non-alcoholic or sorry, not alcoholic is alcoholic beverages. Okay. So you could walk away from the star cruiser having spent absolutely nothing aside from what you put into it Right. to get there. You're not going to, you don't need to purchase food. You don't need to purchase anything to drink. You don't need, you don't have to purchase souvenirs. I don't know why you wouldn't purchase souvenirs, but uh, you know, you right. don't have to right. purchase the souvenirs. And throughout the stay, there are some, I'll just say some magical touches that you weren't expecting to receive mm-hmm. that you end up with. Also, the experience itself, how do you put a number on that? This is unique. You're not getting this anywhere else. Right. Where else can you say, I've been to space for two days? I've been to Star Wars for two days. And that's right. That's one thing, too. It's one of those, in my opinion, where, and I say this about a lot of things, too. Yeah. People ask me, is it worth the money to stay here, mm-hmm. whatever. If you have the money to spend, mm-hmm. it's worth it. If it's you're comfortable it. spending this money, if you're yeah. comfortable spending 169 bucks for Memory Maker, then I, I think you should get it. Um, if right. you're not comfortable spending it, then, then don't, don't, don't take a mortgage out to go stay at a hotel that you can't really afford to. Don't do that. No, 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 it's not, not at like all. You have to do this. It, no, right. It's great if you can, if you're comfortable with it, because I was thinking you stayed, if you stayed somewhere like, you know, a grand Floridian, like a grand suite or something for right. two nights, plus you added on Victoria and Albert's and you added mm-hmm. on maybe a, the California grill, it's little table, yep. you know, plus your park tickets, you're talking $5,000 right there for two people. Right. Plus your your expedited attraction entrances. Exactly. Right. Right. You know. Exactly. So and so you're paying for it already. Plus again, your experiences on board, your right. lightsaber training, your bridge. Like that's not something you're getting. You know, right. going downtown wherever you live. 
So yeah. two more two more things before we kind of close the conversation on yeah. this this part the spoiler free part. Um, one, how did the how did the story end? Like the finale, you don't have to give spoilers, but okay, no, no, I won't give any spoilers. Gave, gave a resolution. And, yeah. yeah. So go ahead with that. Like, how did the the night end with the resolution of the whole? The whole so story? right. So after the second night dinner, mm-hmm. um, you all do get called back. Uh, everybody ends up in the atrium again. Okay. Again, but that's the gathering place. So obviously, like that's if right. you're not in the dining room, you're going to be in the atrium. Right. Basically, I mean, it's right. one or the other um, for large gatherings. And whichever storyline you chose culminated in the atrium. Okay. And there is an uh, there is a wrap up. You end with a was the, the denouement, so to speak, denouement. if you're into the liter- mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> the literary terminology, um, where there there is some surprise and delight, shall I say? Mm-hmm. There is some drama, um, and at the end of the day, everybody is cheering. And br- I will say I will say this much: Brady said that that finale was 100% worth every cent. Interesting. Interesting. He was extremely uh, impressed I love it. with the finale. I love that. As was I. Right. As was I. I. I did not see that ending how it ended. It's a great show, basically. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a great show. Okay. Very cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So, and we'll get to maybe the more specifics in that in just a few minutes. We do a little few, few minutes of spoilers after the show. Um, last thing, uh, debarkation. When the thing yes. was over the next morning, mm-hmm. was it easy? Was it hard? How did you get out? Easy. Was it just a, I mean, super easy. So okay. pack up. Mm-hmm. Um, they give you tags in your stateroom. Okay. Um, so like when we got back, we had, they had, we had quote checked four bags when you checked in. So they gave us four tags to put on our bags, right. put them outside the door with literally put them outside the door, went back in, brushed my hair. I don't know, threw some stuff in my carry on, walked back out. The luggage was gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'd already of had course. it off. Uh, we went to breakfast could just like sort of walk around for the last minute. You can either grab breakfast in the dining room or in the sublight lounge. They have like mm-hmm. grab and go, the continental breakfast. Right. Um, with coffee, obviously coffee. So we went to the dining yes. room, hung out. You have to be off by 10. It is a hard 10 a.m. Because they have to get that thing but. ready for, for everybody else coming in. So yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so... It was easy though. Whenever you're ready to disembark, and they will say like, "Okay, it's time." To, starting at nine o'clock, they're like, "Okay, it's time to disembark." Try oh, to guys, get people out. Get out, please. <laughs> like, okay. So you get your little data pads, uh-huh. you hand them back to the to the representative. They just make sure they like mark down who you are. They put you back in the transport to go back to Florida. Okay. And so it's kind of right. the reverse. You hyperspace, right. and then you see the Florida trees. <laughs> you walk out through the terminal you entered through. They have your luggage right there. They'll pull up your car if you valeted. Mm-hmm. And out you go. And out you go. And you went out, you guys checked in over at what, Beach Club, Boardwalk? Um, boardwalk. Boardwalk. We okay. went to the Boardwalk. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Back on Earth. Yeah. Very nice. Back on Earth. Yeah. Love that. This is. This oh. sounds fantastic. I want to do it. I can't wait to do it. Amazing. I can't wait for you as the agency owner, you know, send us to go because, you know, uh, us agents have to know it too. So <laughs> yeah, I'm excited why not? about, you know, you're writing a check for everybody, um, you know, so, which is which is really exciting. So yeah. very cool. So, uh, so that is the Galactic Star Cruiser. Like I said, like we've said before, at the end of the show, after the credits are over, mm-hmm. we will come back just for a minute or two, and I want to kind of hear more about the finale, kind of some of the surprises that happened. Yeah. And that's the spoiler talk that uh, if you didn't want to hear spoilers, you don't have to listen to that part. So, right, um, exactly. I'm going in a few weeks. I'm real excited to make sure you follow along with me online at the Magic on a Dollar on Instagram, and of course, Magic on a Dollar mm-hmm. and Disney on a Dollar on Facebook. Right now, we are in the midst of the Magical Movie Madness 2022. Where I take over 120 films, put them in a big bracket, 
you vote on your favorites. They advance. Movies are like left behind, and one movie goes ahead, and just blah blah blah, to another bracket, and we come down to the the uh, the Enchanted Eight, and then the Fantastic Four, and then we have a championship. Lion King is the reigning champion, and we're talking. Ooh. This this is something that I love doing every year because. I get thousands and thousands of votes over the course of the weeks, which right now we've already eliminated something like 40 films, like 10 movies have wow. gone through already. Um, and everything from Swiss Family Robinson to people are voting on right now Flight of the Navigator to both the live action and the regular Beauty and the Beast and whatever. So it's a great time. It really is a great time. So come uh, come be involved in that. Come vote on your favorites. And, of course, mm-hmm. you win surprises. Jen, where can we find you online? You can find me at Upon a Star Jen, and my personal Instagram is at Jen underscore Novotny. Perfect. And I'm going right now to pin that story. <laughs> Very cool. Go pin the story, and I will go into the show notes, and I will type in uh, Ryan's link. So you can go get yourself some copper crystals, guys. Well, all right, guys. <laughs> hope you enjoyed this little Star Cruiser recap, and stick around for the spoiler part of the show. Um, until then, guys, don't forget to thank your Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true. All right, so we are back with our spoiler. And if I sound a little different, it's because of my Wi-Fi kept going out. So now I'm on my phone. Yeah. Hopefully you can understand me anyway. Jen's got me here. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about some spoilers in terms of yes. uh, Star Cruiser. First, I did want to mention this, that uh, the railroad has been out of action for 1,192 days. I want to make sure we kept track with that because I'm afraid that number is going to be way higher. But I'm hearing that Tron is 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 on the way. It's it's getting they're they're on the fast track to getting it done. No pun intended, or pun intended, if you like. Uh, but guys, from here, spoilers about the Star Cruiser. So if you don't want to know anything, if you think you're going to go pretty soon, you don't want to know, or you just want to be surprised whenever you do get to go, just know that in three, two, one, spoilers. So we'll talk about a little little bit about how Kylo Ren shows up at the end at the big finale. So um, yes. <laughs> so Jen, spoilers for mm. you in terms of things that maybe you would not have wanted to know before you went some stuff okay. just some reveals some surprises some things that we need to know right so um i think the first thing was uh it, it was the first night i i i was kind of thinking and it was nothing it just wasn't expected that right. suddenly chewbacca shows up and i don't want to say suddenly like there's a whole thing behind it. Um, and how I said to pay attention during meals and things like that is these Mm -hmm. characters will, um, you will cause a distraction to sneak these characters through because you have to hide them from the first order. Chewbacca's wanted like the the first order wants to arrest Chewbacca. So you might just be walking through the atrium and suddenly you're like, wait, oh my gosh, there's Chewbacca coming down the stairs. Oh wait, what? Oh, we have to hide him from the first order. Okay. So that was super interesting. Um, during the first night, of course, he does get arrested. So that mm-hmm. becomes interesting. Um, and there's a whole storyline around that as well as the droid SK. And okay. that that kind of, and I don't want to give spoilers, like tell you how it ends, you know, or tell right, you exactly right, what right. this, but it is interesting to note that you do see your beloved Star Wars characters along the way. And you might, and they're great with interacting with the young Jedis. 
the younglings, if you will. Of course, the younglings, the ones, that, the younglings. the ones that Anakin didn't kill. Got it. Exactly. The ones that Anakin didn't kill. Um, <laughs> and so like, you might see like Chewie peeking around the corner and you're like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Okay. Uh, so that was exciting the first night. You're like, oh, okay. This is, this is, this is interesting. All right. I like, kind of start to see how this all works together. Mm-hmm. The second day, um, getting the pin was, and again, not really a spoiler, but that was something I wasn't expecting so to speak, you know, that was just not, so it was nice. Like, Oh, cool. And it's a nice little souvenir. Like what the heck? This is, this is pretty great. Um, they also, uh, the second night I did the captain's table, they had this beautiful round little medallion. This is the, the Halcyon and galactic Mm -hmm. star cruiser on the back. It's a nice, it's like a heavy, big old coin. So that was, was not expecting that at all. Um, throughout the second day, it would have been more dinner time. And again, they work it through where things are happening during dinner time. Like you have the first order walking through, you can see the characters you've been interacting with. Um, like one is Gaia's manager. All right. Turns out Gaia's manager, he seems like a shady character, but he's working for the resistance. Okay. You know, so is Gaia really you're, you're coming to find all of this out. So uh, you you will see the different interactions happening in pods. And as we are waiting to go to dinner the second night, I'm not even joking. It was just, we were waiting. We were like, oh, okay, it's about dinner time, five minutes. Let's just go wait outside. And you see a couple of younglings and you see Ray peek around the corner. And you're like, oh, wow. Ray is here? What? Okay. And they do such a good job. So it's like, they're visible, but like also hiding, like right. in plain sight. Um, and all comes back into play because at the end you ask how it wraps up, right? Yes. So regardless of your storyline, regardless of where you're, you know, who you're helping or, or whatnot, we're second seating. And suddenly the ship alarm goes off and it's mustard drill. We know what to do. You have to go back to the atrium. You have to go to your muster station okay. and you're sitting there and it's the emergency because of, you know, everything is coming to a head basically. Right. And, um, the captain makes a very impassioned speech against the first order and it's beautiful. And then suddenly you get Kylo Ren and you get Ray and there is an epic lightsaber battle. And I'm talking wow. freaking epic. The special effects blew my mind. Like the portion where like, you know, from the movies where you're like getting force pulled uh-huh. and you're right. like, like how they pulled that off. Like I have an idea in my head of how they pulled that off. It happened. I watched it happen. Like it's all happening like right above our That's heads. That's awesome. It was awesome. Things are happening. Like Kylo Ren's using the force. A light's about to fall on your head. Like things are happening. You've got the Sajas, like, you know, the, the lightsaber trainers, they're like using the force to protect their people in there. <laughs> right. um, you know, everybody's in their characters. Everybody's like, like the first order supporters are like cheering for the first order. You've got like the Jedi's cheering for Ray. It was like, yeah, come on. Um, and it was just like, what is happening? What is happening the whole time? Um, until of course, you know, it's always a happy ending, at least for, at least for the, uh, for the resistance. And, um, there are fireworks that you get to see. Well, I mean, not right inside, but (laughs) there are some space fireworks that happen in celebration and 
basically all's well that ends well. So I'm glad I didn't know that ahead of time because it was surprise and delight. But if you're someone who just wants to know how it ends up and you don't care about spoilers and you want to just like look forward to it, it was exciting to see how they tied all of the loose ends together and how they then had those well-known characters from the newer movies in there to interact and further along the story. I knew Kylo was in the story. I knew that. I didn't know the Star the, the lightsaber battle. I think that's fantastic. I it's amazing. Love that. I, I think this is awesome. And it also makes me think too, like this concept. I know that, that people have kind of gone up and down about their opinions on it. Mostly people who haven't been, they're just reading stuff on well, yeah, library. Exactly. Um, and maybe some of it's valid, and I get that. Not everybody's going to have a great experience all the time. I get it. One hundred percent. But it makes me think that this type of concept, this type of immersive experience, mm-hmm. could be expanded to other things like right now i'm thinking what if disney landed a marble hotel like this oh my gosh where you stayed on the helicarrier helicarrier um and there were different characters you know and you were suddenly part of a story where maybe thanos is gone but some of the other villains were there maybe loki comes to he's trying to whatever blah 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 and you have a little data pad Mm -hmm. you can choose whether to follow loki or the avenger i mean just I could see something like that easily happening or, or a Pixar version of this where you're in a Pixar universe where, I mean, like just yeah. something, I think that's really cool. So one question that was brought up by quasi producer Heather, which I think is a great question, by the way, um, if you're there and you said, you know, you're in, you're in mm-hmm. space, mm-hmm. space, space, mm-hmm. space, but you need some fresh air. You're like, I'm yeah. in a building. I've been in a building. For two, I need some fresh air. Is there mm-hmm. somewhere to go to kind of breathe some fresh air, maybe a simulator of sorts? Where yes, did you go? the climate simulator. And that oh, is, okay. so that's what that actually is. So if you, the okay. climate simulator, it's simulating where you're going to be on Batu. It's actually mm-hmm. outside. So if okay. you need to go fresh air, they have plants out there and right. um, like rock features and, and water mm-hmm. and whatnot. And you can walk out and you do breathe the fresh air. Like you are okay. outside at that point. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All you can see is the sky, really, but you know you're outside. So right. I love it. I love it. This is this is great, Jen. Thank you for telling you all of this. This is yeah. Talking on your part about everything, but uh, uh, guys, if y'all have questions, please reach out to us at uh, the the msapodcast.com. We're happy to uh, gmail.com is our email. We're happy Mm -hmm. to answer any kind of questions we have about it. We're happy to send you here. I know things are booked up now to like October, but things are popping up here and they're available. Blah blah blah. We're happy to get you started on this particular thing as well. So. uh, so yeah, anything else to add? Any final thoughts um, for the uh, Park Cruiser? I think it was smart because the way they've designed it, it would be easy enough to change the experience in the future. Yeah. Okay. Like I can totally see down the road where they adjust the storylines a little bit or mm-hmm. change up how some of, how some of the things play yep. out. Yep. It would be easy enough to do. So I, I think that it can be renewed. It can be like an evergreen experience. So I think they would be it would be so cool to have some sort of throwback experience for like a summer or a fall where they pull the oh, original yeah. characters in mm-hmm. like the C-3PO, the RT2, the Darth Vader, the, yeah. the Bubble Fett, the, especially with the Mandalorian out. I think like for me, the new characters, they're okay. The new trilogy is just, you know, people have very- But we love the old characters. characters. Rise of Skywalker is trash. Um, but other than that, two movies, the first two movies are okay. Um, but having those original characters in there, even mm-hmm. if you couldn't have Leia, Luke, or Han, but having the other character would be tremendous. Sure. Would sure. be fantastic. So I love that. So, all right. That's the episode. Folks. Right. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, please let us know what you think. I'll always, as always, listen, subscribe, and download to the Nature Electrical Podcast. And we'll talk to you guys next week.